Okay, good evening everybody. So we are part two of Zrizus of Alacrity. We started last week. And we ended that you should not be the last one to come into the base of Medrash. Because if you come in last, if you're the last one to come to Davening, you're the last one to come to the Shir. Now obviously there are events in people's life, there are things that come up uh, unplanned. And sometimes it could be that you'll come late. Better late than never. But if you are a habitually late person, what you're really showing is that you're a lazy person. If you are habitually late, it's not an inus, it's something that came against your will or some infrequent, infrequent occurrence that you had something that came up. It means you're European lazy. The Rebchaim continues, Va'alfa gav the chayav and lasos ken. Excuse me. V'yamr the kaz quotes Gemara B'sachim. The kasach chrona shal pesach. We know that on Pesach there were hundreds of thousands of groups that offer uh, many Korban Pesach, even though there were millions of Jews in the low millions at the hot time. They were all parts of groups and you, they all shared uh, the lamb. They had a little piece. Everyone had a kezayis. So if you were the, at the base of English there were, in order to do all of the thousands and thousands at one time of Korban Pesachs, they ended up having, I think, believe, three groups. And if you were part of the third group, you were considered lazy. And even though the Chayav Lassus can, by nature, there were going to be multiple shifts. So, yeah, you should still be part of the first group. You should have still been part of, you should not have waited to be part of the third group. You should have been there early enough to have been part of the first group. Ketani olam below There, it would be important. It's no. It's impossible for the world to figure, to, to function without basam is like a, a perfume merchant. Borsi is a um, uh, a tanner. A tanner. basam. Praise it is a person who's. Parnasa, whose occupation is selling perfume, is borsi, which means if the person whose profession is a borsi, is a tanner, he'll have a bad odor. It means that even though someone's going to do it, it shouldn't be you. Don't be, you should not, the, the world needs all kinds of people, but you should angle yourself to be in a thing where you come out smelling good, like a perfume person, and not, you should not uh, end up being the, the tanner. So you should, there has to be both, there has to be three groups of Pesach, but be from the first group, be from the people who are counted first. Uvushalmi, the Shalmi points out on this, on this mission, it's not which is a mitzvah, you're still, you're still part of the Korban Pesach, and you're in the third shift, you're still called lazy. If a person um, would literally be, literally be lazy to do a mitzvah and doesn't do the mitzvah at all, doesn't show up, you know, doesn't wake up on time to say Shema, doesn't get to the minion in time to be part of the minion, or is, you know, I, I, this year is, is taped, and I, and I know because people will send me questions. 
I, I know that many people listen to this weekly that I know of, and I'm sure because I know it's online, I can see there's more than people that I know about who don't listen to it. But let's imagine this shear is not taped. Yeah, there's many shears in this world. Many times as a speaker, um, <laughs> very often when I was in San Jose, and so we wrote to the San Jose because uh, I would speak on Shabbos morning, and usually, not typically, be a, a lady. Sure, it wasn't as common for a man because a man would be way less excusable, but a lady would say, you know, because they're not a minion, obligated a minion, so they come sometimes later. Rama, I missed your drusha this week. Could you tell me what you said? Now, I, I, I first of all, I might, if you remember, if you, if you remember, you know, my average speech was 35 or so minutes. Could it go higher? Sometimes, once in a while, a little lower. Um, how in the world would I even, how would I, how would I put a speech like that, which I put a lot of time and a lot of energy, don't tell me, don't, don't, don't think it took me two minutes, it took me a significant amount of time to prepare, I put a lot of thought on the stories I would say, on the ideas I would try to convey, how am I going to do that in one minute or two minutes, and even if I could, I will tell you, part of it is the way it's, a, a, a drush is given over, it's, it's given over a way to open the mind. And so I would always believe, as much as I would give something over, there was no way that, that they got anything I really said in any significant fashion. Um, and if they wanted, perhaps they would have gave from it. I can tell you sometimes people definitely gained because they told me they gained. And sometimes people told me that they gained um, many years later, that something they took on or something they did or some um, character trait was help, you know, was changed from one speech, from one speech, and it could have been that many of these people, they they, they woke up late, they had their coffee a little bit too long, uh, they were slow to get dressed up in the morning, and they lost out. And I'm just a small person. Alachas kama v'kama. They're very very big people in this world, and sometimes there's a share, there's a lecture, there's an event. There's a wedding, and whatever it may be, a person can miss out, and laziness steals the mitzvah from them. Steals it. The Amro, and the Torah says, uh, and by the way, you know, sometimes there's that one share, that one person, and an opportunity just lost, it just goes, and, and laziness just steals the chance. You know, a person goes to Israel, they want to, they want, they can go here a great, see a great God, Lobatz, Gamar Nakhon HaShlept at Bnei Brak, and they didn't meet Rebchaim Kanevsky, who was safe for worth learning. And the next time they go to Israel now, they don't have that opportunity. They don't have that chance. And then why didn't they go to Bnei Brak? Because they're lazy. Do you know the loss? It means uh, we can learn Rebchaim's works, but we weren't meant to, to meet Rebchaim, to see Rebchaim, a God like that. The loss. V'yamru, the Talmud says, in Shabbos Talmud Rebbeis, in a Shechina the Divine Presence does not, the Shechina Hashem's Presence does not rest upon a person if in a state of laziness. A state of laziness is inherently not a spiritual state. Really, it's a lack of appreciation for life, for time, for opportunity, the, the derech, the path of spirituality, which means to connect to something higher by nature, cannot be from laziness. It cannot come from a state of laziness. And certainly to have Hashem's presence, which is a intensive level of spirituality, to feel Hashem 
and to connect to Hashem demands a lack of laziness. A cannot, person cannot be in a state of laziness because it's inherently not spiritual. It's inherently like, like corporal. And it's corporal it's like a person like a rock. A person's not pushing this also. A person well, is not, it's not accomplishing. It's, it's, a level, it's a level of death in laziness. And inherently, therefore, a person will, will be lacking that, that, that feeling of spirituality. Bore, <laughs> now listen to this. The wisest of all men was Shlomo HaMelech, King Solomon. <coughs> King Solomon, Shlomo HaMelech, in, in his work, Mishle, Proverbs, ridicules, Mamish ridicules a person who's a lazy person. There's Mishle Proverbs that happens to be, as you know, I learn a parak of Tanakh every day. And, um, this Mitzvah Hashem, this, this Simchas Torah, I'm going to be making my 11th Siyam. So for be my 22nd year doing it in this order. And my 11th, I finish it every two years. I mean, my Mitzvah Hashem, my 11th Siyam on Tanakh straight. It's going on for 20 years. I had learned parts of Tanakh earlier, like Nevi'im Rishon, I learned even a couple of times earlier. But this is the 11th Siyam going straight. And I'm actually right now, as we speak, I think tonight it was... Parakhavbeis learning Mishlei. Uh, I'm actually up to Mishlei, and Mishlei in Proverbs is all about Shlomo and his wisdom telling a person how to be successful in this world, how to take advantage of life. It's a, I would highly recommend and for those who are not able to learn the safer inside. Art school has an amazing work on Mishlei, and my daughter had a report. I saw that she used the Mishlei art, art school Mishlei, and it's filled with commentaries. Uh, very thick. Uh, so, Mishlei is an amazing safer. And Shlomo's giving, with his brilliance, King Solomon and his brilliance is giving how to be successful in this world, how to live a life worth living, and how to live an eternal life. And he ridicules, his he ridicules a lazy person. And he's going to quote some of the verses, not some of the psukim, what Shlomo says. says Tichsev. Like vinegar to the teeth, and like smoke to the eyes, so is a lazy person to those who sent him. Like vinegar to the teeth. What does that mean? A bad taste. Smoke to the eyes. It takes away your taste. It, it blinds your eyes. In other words, a lazy person is ineffective. You, 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 if I have a project to be get, get done, if something needs to happen, if you're lazy, you're going to leave a bad taste. You're going to be blinded. You're not going to get what you need out of a lazy person. Number two, second Pasach. Derech Atzel, K'meshuchas Chodek, V'erech Yisharim, Selula. That the road of a lazy person is Chodek, K'meshuchas Chodek. Is fenced with thorns, but the path of the upright is paved, which means with a laser, it's a fence of thorns. You can't get anywhere. You have no ability. You know, a person wants to finish Shas. Finish Shas. Finish Talmud. Wants to learn Daf Yomi every day. Person wants to finish Tanakh. Person, if you're lazy, it's filled with difficulty and challenges. But if your outbreak is paved, it's smooth, because you're not going to let the little bumps in the world over, overcome you. Number third verse, Shlomo says, 
lays in his atzis, he puts one into slumber. Puts one into slumber, he shluff through life. He sleep through life. <laughs> I mean, the Panevicharov, who was the greatest builder of Torah after the Holocaust, the person lost his own family, just built and got remarried and built and built Torah wherever he was. He used to say, uh, I may be dreaming, but I'm not sleeping. He's always he's a total dreamer. He said, I may be dreaming. Most people, most people are sleeping and not dreaming. And a lazy per- person is only sleeping. He schluffs through life. And, and he said, and the pastor just says, not, not looking to this, but says that a deceptive neshama soul will go, will ha- go hungry because he won't get what he needs. Not our topic. The lazy one buries his hand in the dish. He's even too lazy to take it to his mouth. Also, the chacham a little bit similarly. Chacham also be'inav. No, that was the next person. Taman also yad but slachas nilal hashem apayah. He's he's he puts his hand in the dish. He's, he buries it. He's too weary. It's too much to do it. Which he literally won't feed himself. He won't. Do you know? I, I have actually a neighbor. Not far from the guy. The guy inherited a beautiful house, and I don't know what this guy's problem is, but he does not take care of his house. He does not take care of himself. It's like he must obviously have some some sort of mental health issue, because but he it's like basic things. So his fields, house. I think it's not, not like a little neighbor. I mean, they're a block away. His house is in a beautiful block. House is not gardened. He looks like he doesn't feed himself. Like a guy can't function. So some people say that's crazy. But it's all kinds of people who are too lazy in school. They don't get a job. They don't do their work. They can't support themselves. Can't feed themselves. Too lazy to fill out forms. One of my kids have to tell fill out the form. Fill out the form. You're going to lose out if you don't do this. Hey, a person, a person lazy. You could, you could not, not take it. You know. Not take it, not get what you need to get done. Uksiv. Chacham also be'inam meshiva 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 tam. Lazy one is smarter in his own eyes. He has all kinds of cheshbonis, all kinds of rationales for his laziness. He's smarter than seven people with sensible ideas. The lazy person becomes a lifestyle, becomes an ideology. Don't stress. You get nervous. Don't push yourself so much. Don't do this. And in his own eyes, his whole all, every, there's a whole rationale, an ideology, to to rationalize his laziness, her laziness. It says also. Mechayrev atzal. This is all shlomach, all mishlei. Mechayrev atzal yachosh v'shal bekatzrayin. In the winter, the lazy it's cold outside, and the lazy person will not plow, and he'll come for the harvest at harvest time, and there'll be nothing. It won't be there. It will not be there. Next, next pasuk of Shlomo. Again, just telling us, you know, a person, if they're lazy, they're going to lose out. A person loses out in this world, a person loses out in the next world. And a person knows, the first thing, by the way, actually, which I'll get to, is you gotta know what you have to do. You have to have clarity where you have to go, and then you got to push. Don't be lazy to get there. You know you can finish shas. Don't be lazy. You know you want to make aliyah. Don't be lazy if that's your goals. 
And we all have our promised land. We all have our Eretz Yisrael. Not you know, half our shoulder in Israel, but besides that, Eretz Yisrael is Shabbos. Eretz Yisrael is happy marriage. Eretz Yisrael is to take your health. All kinds of people. You speak to the, Did you exercise? Too lazy. Now, it happens to me, it's even worse not to exercise your soul. <laughs> you come to Shemayim, first is going to be said, where's your Shas? Where's your Tanakh? Did you go to Minyan? What are you going to say to Hashem? What's the first thing I told Hashem? Is he going to know? You're not going to go take, get out of that. Did, did, did you did you did you daven? Did you pray? Did you do things in this world? Did you go to shul. All kinds of losses. I, I gave you a small example. I'm just shared it. Not. I I believe also. You know, there's sometimes even looking back. I had a drush and I had a few people in mind. I, I always had everyone in mind. People in mind, the person doesn't even come, they lost out. Why did they lose out? Because it could have been that that, not that me, trust me, it's nothing, um, again, the way bigger people could have, I was, I was, I was love, so that was, it could have been some granule of truth, some idea, some pearl wisdom would have changed a person's life forever. That means, after 120 years, that person may come up, may, and say, you could have lived a different life. You didn't do that because you were lazy. <laughs> you, had, you, had, you, had you went to davening, and davening part of a minion, you would have been healthier because you would not have had that heart attack, God forbid. But you didn't daven for it. And why did you daven for it? Because you were lazy to come to shul. You know, certainly on a physical material field, if a person's lazy, they don't take exercise and they get sick, they can have the same heart attack. If a person's lazy, you know, I had a guest recently and said, why don't you make your own, you don't buy food, Chicago Baruch Hashem has so much takeout food, plenty of restaurants over here, you make your own meals, like, it's a chiddush to make your own meals. person was from New York. Okay, so, and if you eat unhealthy because they're, they're lazy to make one, but most people never make their own meals. But this person did not. You're lazy, so you don't eat healthy because of that. You eat greasy food, and you get sick, and you get fat, and you get whatever. And the person loses. Not what Shlomo Melch is emphasizing in all of these sukkim and all of these verses. He also says, that the lost. Listen to those words, the lust of the lazy person will kill him. What is he lust? He lusts for comfortability, he lusts to relax, to play play games. Like you think sometimes people spend forty five thousand dollars a year in college, you know, besides the, the immorality that they can learn in most of in this crazy, crazy ideologies. Fine, are you going for a career maybe? Guy spends forty five thousand dollars a year and then he does then he parties. What kind of machine? You know, you're going to walk out, then they, they, they elect uh, bozos who pay off. I, we should all pay this guy's college loans. <laughs> He's sitting there drinking beer, wasting his life, and now he can't back, pay back his loans. And I, We should pay back his loans. He was a lazy person. I'm not going to get into uh, the sickness of, of, of some of the ideas that are in the world today. Again, there are people who can't pay legitimate. It's so many of them, it's entitlement. It's like crazy stuff. He's sitting there lazy. He can't get a job afterwards. Has all kinds of, all, all kinds of loans. And the family don't pay him back. Do we even think you wasted your chance? 
your lust to, to party and to relax and not to work, now you've lost out. And now you've lost out. The lust will kill him and his hands refuse to work. He didn't do the job, it's done. Next Pasuk. Lechelon Amalas. Shlomo Amalach, King Solomon says, go to an, go to an ant. Atzol. Re'edarchecha. Learn from an ant who's very industrious. <laughs> and, and you'll see how to, how to, how to grow what, what an ant does. You'll see an ant always scurrying, always running. Asha'ina Katzin, Shaitir Moshe, has an aunt, not a rule officer, not a guard, not a ruler. Tachem Bekayitz Lachma, Agro Bekatsu Machala. It prepares the food, right, in the summer and stores it up for the harvest time. It puts, you know, drags the food a little way on. Uchsiv An Masai, Shlomo Malk says, An Masai, Atzal Tishkavam. What are you going to lay in your bed? When are you going to get up from your shloth, from your sleep? You know how you achieve in this world. It means sleep what you need, but minimize it. Minimize uh, your, 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 your slumber. Living down, you know, chilling out. Um... He says, if not, you'll be like uh, a, 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 a person traveling for money or a person just, you know, lacking, like an armed man. But I'll stay ish atzol. And the last, so second last passage, someone says, he says, I walked on the field of a lazy man. And I walked across a vineyard of a person who was lacking understanding. Filled with Thorns, kasu panoi karulim, and it was nettles covered the ground. Gather of Avna and Esa, it's the shore. Ve'echasa anoichin, I saw this. Ashes libi, I I live vicariously. Re'isi lekachti moser. Look at this person who was lazy, a field not harvested, destroyed. Look at this person who doesn't learn Torah, dies a dumb person from Torah. Person doesn't work on his marriage. Person doesn't work on his on his life, right? Ma'atnu, you want to be like this person. So we'd all look at a guy. His his house is disheveled. Can't even get put. A, can't even get himself into into. It looks like a real shlamazel, a real nebuchel. Can't get dressed normally. Can't take care of himself. You feel like what? What a lazy person. What are you doing? And, but spiritually, plenty of people spiritually. They're lazy. They're, they're, their whole house is full with weeds. I know somebody gardening. Well, they spend hours in gardening. What about their neshama? What about their soul? But they're all their eternal home. Lazy for it. I'm not talking about people who don't know. It's people who know. And the way is again, Matshenas, not focusing on sleeping through life and slumbering through life, relaxing through life. This world is according to the world of partying. The ultimate party, the ultimate uh, eternal party is the world to come. If you do not prepare in this world, you're not going to have the chance afterwards. This world is a world of doing. Of course, we all need moments of relaxation, of, of, of ability to recharge, but that's not the goal. Vakmahalak uh, Resha uh, uh, 
mager. Again, a person will come like a, like a nebuch if he doesn't take care of his uchsiv. And here's the last pasuk of Shlomo says, Amr Atzol Shachal B'derech Ari Ben Rechovas. Says there's a lie in the road, a lie in the streets. Um, the door it turns and the lazy person's on it on his bed. Now this pasuk, the Majish Rabbah in Devarim Darshan exploits on this pasuk on this verse and explains to us how people rationalize life. Shiva Devarim Amar Shlomo LaAtzal. Uh, that Shlomo said seven things about an atzol. Umasha Amar Moshe, what Moshe is going to call it. Amar LaAtzal. He told to a person, okay? Rab Chabayir. There's a great teacher. You can learn Torah. Torah is Torah. It's it's extra instruction for eternity. You'll live a better life in this world if you have Torah, and you will be. You'll be supplied for the world to come. Go learn by this teacher. Go learn by this rabbi. Go learn by this rabbi. Lech The person says, again, it's darshan, it's possible. I'm scared of a lion on the road. There's a lion on the road. And by the way, in the old days, occasionally in Israel, there were not lions, not... Like today, it's way, you know, it's almost never occurs that you have a lion on the road today. I mean, this mountain lions are in the, in, the, in the mountains. But in general, but those are the ones who other lions. Or the, it was the way is less populated. There were more in those days, clearly. Formations of your I'm scared of this lion. I mean, nine. Now, the point is, there's no lions over there. Everyone's going to this chair. You know, it's like saying, I, I go drive to the ship. I make it to a car accident. That's the equivalent today, making it to a car accident. So you shouldn't live life. <laughs> drive carefully, put on a seatbelt, and go to the ship. Now, I make it to a car accident. I'm not going to go to show. By the way, I, I, I don't want to get started. The amount of people who, who destroyed their emotional, physical, spiritual lives over COVID for insanity, push it insanity. I'm not talking about two weeks after COVID started and no one was vaccinated and no one knew anything and people were getting done. But people think it's like the Japanese 40 years after the war war in the jungles still imagining that World War II is going on. Hello, you know, COVID for 99% of the people today is not dangerous. Unless you're immunosuppressed. I'm not talking about immunosuppressed people. I'm not talking about someone who's married to an immunosuppressed person. I'm not talking about if you're 92 years old and you're and you're sickly, but it, it, but there are all kinds of people who have not got out of the bunker, and, and they are damaging themselves. There's, there's, they're going to be perpetually worried and nervous and never live life. Now, again, if somebody is really sick, I'm not talking about that, but there are all kinds of young, healthy people. you got to have your mind. You know, my mother told my father, my father got COVID, you know, and my parents are not younger, they're not, they're not, old, not so old, but not so young. So, you know, but my father's mother said it was like liberating to get it, because you realize like you can live life totally normal. Again, it doesn't mean to be reckless, it doesn't mean to drive in off a cliff. You have to drive with the seat, carefully with the seatbelt, and you got to and, and drive safely. But you drive a car, you go places in life. You're going to live forever, like in the bunkers, people aren't living. And the emotional damage, it's unbelievable. People live in fear. 
could say a lot more, but I'm not, you know, the wrong people get the wrong messages with this. <laughs> Again, people have to be very careful. It's a different story. I'm not talking to them. Ninety, not ninety, whatever percent is of people of a school, if hundreds of kids got it, most of these kids, it's way less than a flu. Way less. Some, some of them are asymptomatic. Teachers got it. Get it if you're an elderly teacher. You get vaccinated. Get boosted. For most people, that's what it is. There are exceptions, and those exceptions I'm not talking to. But for, for otherwise, it's, it's going to be always an arena in the road. I can't go to the shir. I can't daven. I can't go to shul. I can't do this. I can't. I can't. Minayin shenemar amar also shachal b'derech. Amar rab chabatoy chamedina amar v'lechat slaizidi. You can learn Torah. Amar mesniari ani. Now he's not far away. First it was farther away. Farther. Now he's in your in your county. He's not far. Santa Clara County. Go 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 to the shir. Between the streets is an ari. Shema ari berchavas. So now you bring the shir closer. Now amar harei hudarv asach was sitting by your house. Right, now, right outside your house, there's an Ari, there's a lion outside the house. Ari b'chutz, Ari The lazy person says, there's an Ari b'chutz. It's in your house. Go to the shir, go learn Torah, Davin. Say to him, Shtai go away. He says, maybe I shouldn't go. Go. And I'll waste my time. The door will be locked. I won't get in. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons he can't do it. I'm a pasuk. The door is open. And that manayishem does what about does so. At the end, when he's stuck, he says, "I don't know. The main door may be open and closed, but pasuk no. But still, I want to relax. I can't push myself. I'm gonna get sick. We're gonna get sick, and I wanna. I'm gonna get stressed. Can't do it." He once said, I had, there's somebody in San Jose, not Dillon, in San Jose, a Yid. When I got there, I asked, I asked people around, tell me about, even now, tomorrow I'm going to an event, totally secular people, um, a legal event, lots of partners. And so I'm, why am I going there? I don't know how, maybe I'll fundraise something, but not in, the, in the long term. But really, it's for Kirov. So I go to this event. So why am I going? Because people told me there's a lot of potential there. So I came to San Jose. I said, tell me. Like the traditional type Jews who are low lying fruits. Someone tells me a name. Not someone, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone, maybe one person, another person on this, on this call. Um, so as they tell me a name, the guy is involved in the Federation, he's traditional. And so I say, I contact this guy for lunch, the old Jerusalem girl, Allah Shalom, and he tells me he wants to learn Torah. You know, he said, he remembers his grandfather was a learned person, elderly person, by the way. Old, you know, many years ago, he was old, over 70. Uh, and he's going his grandfather. Uh, I really don't think anyone knows him, by the way, so don't guess. Uh, grandfather was religious, and he grew up in Canada. Whatever. So he said, like, oh, yeah, well, I learned. I'm telling you, for years, I try to get this guy to learn. Rabbi, I'm going to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. You know, now nah, I'm not there. I don't think anyone ever is going to reach out to him. Unlikely. Maybe. Maybe some people will find him. I don't know. Um, but even if they do, even if they do, he, this, this mom is for time with him. Has to be 10 years ago. Has to be 10 years ago. How about he's alive? I don't even know. Um, you know what, 10 years of loss of life. <laughs> he lost. 
have to tell you every time with a crazy excuse. And then when I made it easier, I, I said, okay, I'll come to your office, we'll do this. No, I really want, I want to. And I, I don't think he was lying to me, by the way. Just, he was, he had, he, I think obviously he had some fear of it himself. He was fear of what he, what he himself wanted. But it was like an inertia. It's inertia. I have to push yourself to study. And so this guy, Nebuch, Nebuch, lost out. Even if he didn't become, he would have had terror in his neshama. What a loss. What a terrible loss that he didn't get it. And then when I took away every excuse possible, he still had an excuse. So you gotta relax, whatever it was. Nothing to say except that he wants to relax. He put it in front of him. He won't even eat. And the, the seventh is he has nothing. At the end of it all, some people will, will, will come out of their schooling or high school or college or their job and have nothing because they didn't work, they didn't apply, they can't make a living. Or they get physically sick because they don't take care of themselves. But the biggest loss is he doesn't plow things in the winter and he comes to the harvest and he has scorn it. The person comes to Shemayim and has nothing forever and ever and ever. That's the, the pachat of a person who's lazy, who's atzol. Masha Amr Moshe, so Moshe says, Moshe says in Greer, that was seven, all the Shlomo said. That was Shlomo's levels of laziness. But Moshe says something even greater than that. He said, It's close to you. It's in your mouth and your heart to perform it. You can just make the effort. It's close. But Medrash, Medrash says in Mishlei, Right, the wicked they 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 cling to their laziness and their foolishness, and therefore Shlom says, When will you get up from your schluffing, from your sleeping? The matter says, have a little sleep, limit your sleep to study Torah. Limit your slumber to Davin. Don't sleep late through Davening. Don't sleep through the rabbi's speech or through the shear. Or come home at night after the hard to hard day at work and just relax and read, I don't know, the Houston Chronicle, Dallas Morning News, San Jose, Mercury News, the Chronicle. First of all, you get fake news, half of it. Besides that, what are you going to get? You get the sports, the comics. You're going to see Biden... I don't know. You're gonna see gun, gun, guns and death, and read the story about Highland Park right next to me. Crazy stuff. If you read five articles about it, you see what you read. Two minutes, you get the story. No, we we need a lot of shemurachim in this world, and you can learn Torah and do something about it. Sit home at night, relax, put your feet on the bed. You know, listen. Even somebody, I think that's say sometimes for people, even in learning, they could. Go to a shir, listen to a shir, and they, instead they take like they they, they nash on something light in Torah, and they can push on something something harder. Uchsiv and David Hamelach says and tell him, "Chashti ulohismamti." David Hamelach, who was a busy man, he was a king of Israel. 
He says, Chashti l'samamti lishmor tzasecha. I, I sped, I hastened, right? I, I pushed myself. I did not delay. And I kept your mitzvahs. You know, you're a president, you're a prime minister, you're, you have lots of obligations. I can have lots of excuses. I don't have time. Time. No. Chashti v'samamti l'samamti. I didn't delay to keep your mitzvahs. So Pirish Ba'ol Yaakov, Sheesh Zorish Mishdaris, Miyar V'osah Mitzvah Karoi. In the in the Sefer Habris, which is, uh, which is, uh, which is, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, it's not Sefer, it's the next thing he's called, it's the Sefer Habris. He said, he brings down in the Oyel Yaakov, I think the Oyel Yaakov is the Muhammad Dubna. She zarez mizdarez miyari oisimitzikoi. Did it did it quickly? Vish also shematcher and a lazy person push. I'm gonna do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. Right now I'm busy. I'm busy. I don't have time for this. I'm a dying yishlan. This guy tells me for ten years he's gonna learn. He's gonna learn. I'm gonna retire. I'm not gonna play golf. I need my friends for golf. I have events. I have mahjong. Whatever I'm at. You know. You gotta relax. You gotta go, go to Boynton Beach. Gotta go to the movies, whatever. Omar dying is man. There's more time. I'm being around by him. It's, it's time's gonna come. You want around? I'm telling you, it's gonna come. It's gonna come. It's gonna come. Eventually, I'll have time to do it. Shemagiyah rega achron, and then the time runs out. Clock's over. Stop clock. Maskelutz. Then he, it's last second starts to run. Omar tells us that's not what I did. Chashti I was quick, but not because I delayed and then forced rush. I, ru- I did it from the beginning. I didn't want to lose 10 years of my life to get to this mitzvah. I didn't want to wait till tomorrow. By the way, mitzvahs compound. Just, you should know that. Because you change the world every time you do Torah. You change the world to have a mitzvah. And you brought the Torah, the mitzvah, to the world early. Sometimes you're losing mitzvahs. You fixed your... You also, you, you, you purify your neshama. It means that you did that mitzvah. You learned that Torah. Your neshama is hell... Is is hecher? It's higher. It's rain. It's cleaner. It's pure for the rest of your life. Which is the Sefer Bris, which is eighteenth century uh, author of like a Sefer Musa. He brings down. I don't know what this. I'm not sure what the metaphor this means. He says there's a certain chaya. Uh, I'm is that Sefer Bris. It's called an atzal. Al I don't think they have to go through this. He goes to this whole lazy animal. It takes forever to do everything, to, to digest, to get around, to move. It doesn't move. It doesn't go. Think of a turtle, ship of turtles. The, uh, turtle time is 20. And, and its digestion is time 20. And then he says at the end there, it's not just this animal. A lazy person who goes to life. Now we see some people are lazy to get the job done, take care of their... Sometimes you look at their, 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 their yard, their house, their car, whatever, their bills. But okay, you say, or their job, not getting a job, not getting a pranasa. You look at a person who's lazy spiritually, which is much more common. What an eternal loss. Like this lazy animal loses out, loses out what could, what could have been. Says Rebchaim, Chogadayli Yisrael, the hallmark, all great individuals among Sklai Yisrael, Yadanu they were quick to do something. Imagine, by the way, I think I mentioned this last time, 
If you know somebody who's about to drink poison, oh yeah, wait a little bit, let me take my time. I'll take my time. You see somebody who's going to Highland Park, you know the shooters there, Highland Park in Illinois. You can wait. I'll take my time, I'll, talk. I'll wait a few minutes, I'll tell him in a few minutes there's a, there's a murderer there. <laughs> Crazy. The person could die. Well, you know what to do. How about yourself? The person says, to, you know, I'm helping other people. The person leads, they're killing themselves. They're killing themselves, a lazy person. A lazy person is literally killing their life. It means that how they're killing their life, they're not living the life they're supposed to live. And instead of building eternity, which, which every second is being lost, right? You know, it's not, you know, our souls start dying the minute we're born, right? Life, the challenge of life is the minute we're born, there's a, there's a clock that goes for our life. All of us. No, no one can escape death. Right? All of us, all of us, our time is limited in this world. And the minute we're born, that clock starts. And if a person's lazy, they lose out. And G'dayla Torah, they don't want to waste a moment. By the way, the, the quicker you achieve something, the more opportunities there are for other things. The What a good school, especially thing not to forget is do it right away. He won't forget to do the job, to get it done. A mitzvah, a chesed. Right? Somebody needs something. You have a, an idea of a shidduch. Uh, I just actually told someone on Rosham, it's called Hanach Teller. Oh, I know why. He had a shidduch with someone I know, and he just he had contacted. I, I used to sit next to the way Hanach Teller in the Mir Yeshiva. So I go back with him uh, 24 or so years, um, 24 or so years, and I'll tell you a story, amazing story. So he actually just read the shirk, someone I know he can contact me about. Uh, but when I was a bakr, I sat next to him, and I said to him, listen, tell her, um, I have, my roommate is really looking to get married. You teach at 20 girls' schools, and you're around a lot of girls. Maybe you have an idea for him. And my teller, uh, he heard me. The next day, next day, um, I was, was learning, I was chazering Ksubis. It was something called the airplane. It was like the, the third floor of the old, the original mirror shield building. The mirror, in my days, I believe, had about 4,500 people. Now it's double, 9,000, over 10,000. So, um, he, 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 he found me in the mirror. He, looked, he knew where I sat. He knew where I sat for Domini, because I next to him for Domini. He had no idea where I sat in the mirror. He said, oh, I found you. So... I said, he found me. Nice to see you. I didn't see you. I didn't see him this time. I was sitting there. I was learning myself. I was chazering subis. And I was learning. I was learning a shakali. I pick up my head. I see him in front of me. I said, how can I help you? He said, I have to have a shidduch for that boy. Now, he never met this boy, by the way. He was my roommate. He knew me very well. And I said, now? I'm like, I'm going to say there. Like, now? He said, this girl came up. She's in America. She's in Israel for a short period. She's leaving soon. And having this, my roommate was in a couple of weeks was going to go back to America to date because he couldn't find a shidduch in Israel. So I said, "Can I wait till after Seder?" He said, "I tell you, we got to do this now." Maisa, he tells me a whole story about his reasons. So looking, I don't know where my roommate. By the way, I had no idea where my mirror is so big. I had no idea where my roommate sat. I didn't know where he learned. I, you know, I, I knew where, I knew where he slept that night. I didn't know where he learned. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't study with him. So now I have to go look for my roommate with him 
All right, first he had to hunt down me. And now I start looking at my roommate with him in the mirror. Now, the mirror is all white shirts and black pants and black jackets. Like, it's, not like you can, it's not like I know he's wearing a pink shirt and he's not going to find him. You look in the, look in the base manager, there's 400 to 500 people in the base manager, and they all look alike. So you have to walk through the aisles to find the person. So I had no clue where my roommate is. I, I knew a couple of base managers, I knew he didn't, definitely didn't learn because they were Israeli. And the mirror is divided uh, between Chutznikim, those from America and England, a couple of South Africa and Australia, but mostly America and England. Uh, and then there's this Israeli Beit Midrash, and some are mixed. So I didn't go to the ones that were only Israeli. But so I'm looking, I found my roommate. He tells this guy, this guy married off his first child this past year. Uh, that was from that shidduch. And that happened like this. Now, it was all about Zerizis, right? And, 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 and it, let's say, right, tell her, who is a busy, I think, I think he has, I don't know, 18, 19 kids himself. And he's a hundred things. Someone tells him about a girl in the morning. It could be, you would totally forgot. Tell you, he didn't wait. It was quick. It was, and this guy's now married. Imagine this, the guy's married for, oh my goodness. That, would, that story, I can tell you, you know, that, happened, that happened in 1999. Right, he's married for 23 years. His kids married off. He's, he's a guy, this guy's a very big Tamar Chalcom, a teacher of Torah. It all happened because there's reasons. This girl was leaving. She was leaving. You know, I'm happy I had a part of it, actually, but the girl was leaving. And, and it had it waited, and it never happened. And, and, and he himself could have forgot all about Menachem Lamin, the bucker who sits next to me by davening in the Emir Yeshiva, told me about his roommate. He never met the guy! I just told him about my roommates to be a favor. See if you can set him up with somebody. The Chazanish, if you, if you do it quick, you won't forget to do it. When he would decide, when he decides an action was needed, something which is, he had clarity in the Chavetz Chaim, by the way, it wasn't the question of the right, right or wrong. He he was a gadol of the gadolim. He was a gadol hador. He knew what was right, and if he decided something was right, so tzarich he knew to do something. He did it immediately, without any, any, any without laying any further delay. If I am your idea, look at see your idea. It's a reish based on the shulchan aruch. For me, shenader or nishpalasus tavar takshana. You make an oath. Or you swear a vow, or you uh, swear. Uh, actually, another another is uh, a vow. An oath, uh, oath is shvor nishba. Last is davar to shana. You say I'm going to do it in a year or a plenary, and then you don't do it, right? Immediately, you have a year to do this mitzvah. You have a year to give it staka. You have a year to visit the person you said you're going to visit, or to to accomplish what you said, and you don't do it. Ki amar because you're saying. Adayin yeshli pnai lasoy soft time of a year. I wait ten months. I wait eleven months, and then something happens. God forbid the person gets sick and is in the hospital, or you know his something happens and his money is tied up and he can't give the charity. Whatever happens, and he doesn't do it. The opinion of the gudo is one of the gudeli harishayim, which the shochanah quotes, is this is not an oynis. An oynis is largely not responsible for actions because it gets his will. Beyond his control. He's a poshaya. He was negligent. Because you should have done it immediately. Even though you had a year to do it, you should do the job, the mitzvah, the swearing. The thing you swore about or promised about 
We had an oath about it immediately. Remember, Chaim, who wrote the Sefer, things that we all need to work on an hour a day and hour a time. Hashem said he should be, we should be the reason. We should always be from the reason that those who are diligent to be caught. But as a person who is not just not lazy, but a person who is a Zariz, as we said in the beginning last week, it leads a person, it's the path of greatness. It's the path to Ruch HaKadosh, it's the path of Ruchnius, the path of spirituality, it's the path of achievement in this world and the next. That finishes with this. Okay, well, I'll